Hello and welcome back to the Imperfectly Thriving podcast with your host me, Laura Kendrew, or if you know me on Instagram, you will have recently realised we have gone through some big changes. We have, of course, rebranded, renamed to, from should I say, Laura's Fit Loves, to, not Imperfectly Thriving, that is the name of the podcast. We have rebranded to Thriving Dot with Laura. So if you do not follow me on Instagram, then go and find me there. And there's some there's some very exciting changes going down. And of course, I'm so excited to bring you another podcast. Like I said, my promise is one a week minimum, maybe more. You never know. You might be in for a surprise. But I am so happy to be here talking about one of my favorite things today. And of course, that is training. Now, I know that some of us love training. Some of us may have an indifferent relationship with training. We might not yet be in love with it. We might be finding our feet training. We might be new to the gym environment. We might be transitioning maybe from classes into the gym or maybe even getting good at running. Like whatever it is, I like to use the phrase training because training implies that you're actually training towards something, that you're actually training towards your goals. Whereas I think when we just say exercise, then exercise kind of just Yes, of course, <laughs> exercise is what we're doing. But when we say, right, I'm, I'm training rather than just I'm going to the gym rather than I'm off to you know do a workout, training is you're moving towards something. You're bettering yourself towards your goals. You're training towards a goal of getting stronger, of getting fitter, of progressing something that you might not have been able to do before. And I think that that in itself is so exciting that in itself is such a different approach to it so I think first of all the reason we are talking about this today is because it's very easy to get your mind yourself in that mindset of ah I'm just not wanting to do this workout and just somebody who doesn't like exercise I'm not motivated to exercise and it's so easy to tell ourselves those things and when we tell ourselves those things we live up to a self-fulfilling prophecy of well I've told myself I hate exercise so I'm just gonna moan through the whole thing I'm gonna count down the seconds and the minutes until it's over And then when it's done, I'm going to be glad and I'm probably going to tell myself, thank God that's over. And we've got to work on changing that approach to exercise. And usually if we have that approach and view to exercise, it comes from the fact that we view it as just ticking a box. We look at exercise as a way to burn calories. We look at exercise as a way to free up some room, should I say, to then go and eat we look at it from that perspective and that in itself is not a healthy perspective to have because if we're looking at exercise from a way of right yeah I'm all just focused on burning calories I'm just trying to get these steps in then you probably are going to hate the process because all you're thinking about is the end goal you're just thinking about finishing it you're just thinking about getting it done and probably what your meal is after whereas if you take the approach for of 
I enjoy seeing my strength grow, I enjoy feeling good, then actually that's really going to change your mindset and how you view exercise. If we view it as training towards our goals, training for our old lady bodies, training to better ourselves, then that in itself is a whole other mindset shift. And it's a way more powerful way and a healthier way that I'm trying to empower all you women to view exercise in this way. Because after all these years of aerobics, of workout DVDs, of all these home workouts, of the how many calories have I burned, the the 400 calorie approach, the 10 minute abs, all of these things are very much focused on getting things done as quickly as you can and looking at it from that perspective of, right, how many calories have I burned? Have I burnt fat? Can I see my abs yet? And that's not what training should be. Training should be bettering ourselves and seeing our strength grow and showing ourselves that we're capable of stuff that we never thought we could do. And if we look at it from that perspective, you will be surprised at how much better you'll view things and how much more you will progress as well not just in your strength, but as well towards weight loss goals and towards feeling better and having that overall healthy approach to food and to training. So this is why it's such an important topic to talk about. Now, sorry if you can hear either dash out. I've got one on the bed currently and one on my lap. So he may pop up throughout. So if you are watching this, (laughs) say hello to Dennis. (laughs) But Exercise is brilliant, of course, for a whole range of reasons. And I do massively push weightlifting because everybody should weightlift. It's not just a thing for men. It is a thing for everybody. And we may think, oh, I'm not strong enough to do that. My upper body is weak. I can't do that. Maybe I should just be sticking to lightweights. You know, maybe I should just be doing hit because I want that turned appearance. But resistance training is what brings that turned appearance. And so when I say resistance training, I basically mean training, exercising with resistance. So the resistance is in a form of, we can use body weight as resistance, but I'm not talking like HIIT. I'm talking slow and controlled movements. Um, So things like push-ups where you're using your body weight as resistance. But also we can obviously use weights. We can use bands. There's different ways, machines, that you can create that resistance. But the benefits of resistance training are huge so not only are we improving our strength improving our posture we're developing greater stamina greater endurance we're obviously developing our bone mass our you know our bone density lowering the risk of osteoporosis which osteoporosis is a big a big one that we want to be wary of, especially as women, as we age and get towards menopause, um, women can be at greater risk of developing osteoporosis because of that change in hormones. So it is really important that we are increasing that bone density, that you are building that muscle strength so that you have greater support for those bones. And of course, building the strength, the, um, the strength in your joints, the strength overall in your body is really going to help to kind of lower that risk of course it improves mental health it can help cognitive decline so obviously as we get older our 
brain doesn't function the best, <laughs> but exercise has been shown to help with that, especially resistance training. Um, pain management can massively help with that. And a key thing as well is like people will avoid certain exercises because they have a bad back. But actually, if we perform the exercises and we perform them correctly, then what happens is we ease those symptoms we help them we help build the mobility and the strength there to support yourself then like when you're sat at a desk you know you're not sat like a croissant because you've improved that posture in the gym you're sat how you should be um and of course overall I mean if you think about it like exercise is the one thing that can literally add years to your life and weightlifting I always say like training for your old lady body because that's what we want to do I don't want to be when I'm an old lady I don't want to be helped over the road by a young boy <laughs> although maybe I like it might like it you know when I'm, a, when I'm a little old lady but I want to be able to do those things like moving the furniture moving myself into this house carrying furniture upstairs like all of those things carrying your shopping like basic functional movements are what we can help to ease ourselves with ultimately. And I do have a lot of clients who some of their goals is just to, you know, be able to run around the park after their children. It's to be able to put them on the shoulders and not worry about dropping them because they're not strong enough. And those kind of goals are super, super powerful. So resistance training is honestly amazing. And yeah, everybody should be doing it. <laughs> That's my go-to. So ideally, of course, in an ideal world, we would be training as much as we can. We would be resistance training as much as we can, but I know for some people that that's not always possible. So I do say like try and aim for a minimum of two strength training, two resistance training sessions, because that's really going to help you to be able to build that muscle. And of course, it's really going to help you to not just see results, but also to get in that habit to get into the routines of having that time for yourself, of going and working on yourself. And I think that, again, when we talk about the the motivation for exercise, well, the motivation for exercise comes from, right, yeah, I might not always want to exercise. Like, I'm not going to lie. When my alarm goes off on a morning, I am like, rather snooze, would rather stay here in dreamland. However, I know that I've got goals I want to achieve. And I know that if I don't get up and if I don't go to the gym, then that then impacts the rest of my day. I feel sluggish because I don't have that boost in energy that I would usually get for if I go and work out first thing on a morning. I feel like... I've neglected myself in a sense because I've not got up and worked on myself and I've not made time for myself. It's kind of like if you plan a date with a friend and you know you let that friend down, you're going to feel rubbish about it, aren't you? Well, you've got to start thinking about your training as if I don't show up for myself, I am letting me down. And if I'm trying to build confidence over here, if I'm trying to build that self-esteem, then is letting myself down going to build me up? Is it going to help build my confidence? No, it's not because all you're showing to yourself is that you can't rely on yourself. You can't do the things that you said you were going to do. But that's why we have to start showing up for ourselves. And that's why, yes, it's tough. Yes, it's hard to get there and to get moving. But once you're in that zone, once you are doing it, you're immediately not just going to feel that boost in endorphins that does come with exercise, but you're also going to feel proud of yourself and you're going to feel like 
you have made one more step towards those goals. You have kept that promise to yourself. And that is a really, really, really healthy way of how we should view exercise. It's not a calorie burning task. It's not how much fat can we burn. It's not, you know, how sweaty can we make ourselves? It's we show up for ourselves. We do hard stuff. Yes. But we see what our body can do. We don't beat it up for all the things that it can't. We celebrate what it can do. And the more we do it, it's going to become a habit and the better it's going to feel and the stronger you're going to feel. And the progress that you're going to see is going to be very quickly too, especially if you're a newbie to weight tra- weight training to weightlifting, then you're going to see some gains, <laughs> some changes really quickly. And that will then motivate you to want to keep going. So you just have to get yourself up and at it, literally. And it may be difficult. You know, it may not be what you want to do, but I promise you it will make you feel so much better in a few weeks time. And sometimes we do have to practice that delayed gratification of, Yes, I may not see results as soon as like, you know, we're not going to come back from the gym and look in the mirror and be like, right, where's my six pack? That is not going to happen, sadly. If only (laughs) I would be sat here with my six pack out showing it off. But no, I'm in a I'm in an oversized jumper. (laughs) But it's the compounding effect of going to the gym over time that is going to get results. And we do have to practice delayed gratification because we're not going to see muscle popping straight away. We might feel it. We might feel that burn. You know, we might feel that sensation of, oh, that hurt. Or, you know, I've got that delayed onset of muscle soreness, those DOMS, but you are not immediately going to see a result. So we do have to practice waiting and practice patience. And that's a massive thing, like whether you are trying to get stronger, whether you're trying to get more confident at something or whether you are just trying to lose weight, like being patient is the most important thing because patience, I think patience may be over consistency because you can be consistent in something, but unless you have the patience, then the consistency will, will probably stop because you're not seeing results. Whereas if you're consistent and you're patient, then you are in time going to keep going, you're going to be consistent, but also you're going to be patient with yourself to recognize that, oh yeah, I'm not seeing these really quick results, but it's okay, I'm going to wait a little bit longer and then I'm going to see those results. And I think that that's a really important way to put things actually. Um, I feel like I got sidetracked with that one. I'm so passionate about this. But honestly, the minimum... I think we should be doing in terms of our weight training is twice a week. And if we can prioritize on getting stronger and performing better, then the aesthetic will follow. And that's a really important thing to think about as well. Like if you see women doing pull-ups, then they're generally in pretty good shape, right? Because pull-ups are really hard to do. And we usually have to do a lot of training to get to them. And if you focused on the training part of it, if you focus on the pull-up part of it and building the strength to do that, then the aesthetic is going to come. You know, the back gains are going to come. The, the the looking lean is going to come with it. And that is why we shouldn't just focus on burning calories and how sweaty can I get in this exercise. Focus on getting stronger. Focus on performing better. And then you know that, yeah, in time, 
the aesthetic goals will follow, you know, building that shape, looking good, having the hourglass, it will come. It's just, you've got to be patient with yourself. And I think the big problem is that we want results yesterday. <laughs> Everyone does. It's the, it's the Amazon Prime kind of generation in a sense, isn't it? That we have Amazon Prime now. We can literally get whatever you want delivered to your doorstep in a few hours time. So why can we not get results that quickly? And we just can't. And this is why people go and they do the shortcuts of going to Turkey and looking at plastic surgery and, you know, getting butt fillers and lots and lots and lots of, I mean, it's, it's not silly because of course the people who do it must obviously have really big kind of body struggles and they obviously want it for a reason but I can bet you that if they just got in the gym and you know if they focused on these things that it would massively help to improve their body image and I think that that's a really important thing going forwards and thinking about that is when you exercise it's not about trashing our body it's not about oh, how many calories can I burn and how hard can I push myself so that to punish my body? Because why why are we trying to punish you? At the end of the day, we're trying to build better relationships with yourself. We're trying to build better relationships with exercise so you enjoy it, so it becomes a habit, so you actually like what you're doing. So why are we talking ourselves down and saying, you know, come on, and I hate to say this stuff, but I know that it happens. Like I've heard it. It's like, come on, fatty, you know, an extra five minutes or come on. And people say it to themselves, like on the treadmill and stuff. It's like that thinking out loud thing of, right, come on, just an extra 10 minutes, then we can have that biscuit. And no, like, we do not earn food. We are not dogs. Dennis, right here, absolutely loves to earn his food. If you put his food in a bowl, he will not eat it. If you put it in this little spaceship toy that, like, all <laughs> all the food, like, comes flying out, if he spins it and, you know, whacks it across the floor, he absolutely loves that. He's a dog. <laughs> Stop treating yourself like that because we're not here to earn food. And that's probably why you do have a terrible relationship with exercise because you've always looked at it from that perspective of you, you do it to punish yourself instead of you do it to get stronger. You do it to honor your body and what it can do because we only get one body. And this is deep, but it's true. We only get one body. And we've got to stop talking down to ourselves and we've got to stop that trash talk and telling ourselves we have to earn food and we can only earn food if we do this extra 10 minutes run or we run a little bit faster. That is not a healthy approach to take. So if you do that stuff to yourself, then start noticing and start catching yourself when you say it and start reframing that instead of, oh my God, you need to do an extra 10 seconds of this. Otherwise you're not allowed that for dinner. No. Talk to yourself and be like, okay, come on, we can do an extra 10 seconds of this. We are strong. You know, affirm, affirm those positive beliefs in yourself. We're strong. We're capable. We can do this. Come on, just hold on. Just squeeze a bit longer. <laughs> like, that's the way that you should be talking to yourself. That's the narrative that should be going on, not, oh, you shit, give up, go and eat a jammy dodger. That is not the approach that we want in. So, <laughs> yeah, the narrative when we work out is so important to ourselves. And I think that is going to help you to build a way better mindset in relation to exercise. But the big thing is how we build a habit is we have to make it appealing. We have to make it 
you know, obvious to ourselves and we have to essentially build it into our life so we don't set ourselves up for failure and saying, right, I'm going to go seven times a week. And this is usually why people give up on exercise because they over they over-egg themselves and they tell themselves, right, I'm going to do all this and then it comes down to it and you haven't got the time for it. You've also not got the energy considering you've gone from one workout every three weeks to six a week. <laughs> you've not got the energy. You're not recovering from it. So you probably feel like crap. You feel lethargic. Your body kills and then you give up and you end up back at square one. So you do have to ease yourself into it and set yourself realistic goals and targets, which is what I do with my one-to-one clients is we set them targets. And yes, a lot of clients do come to me with the goal of, I want to lose weight and I help them to lose weight, but we don't just focus on weight loss. We don't just look at the scale every single week and say, right, have we lost weight? Okay. Why not? What are we not doing? We also look at, right, how are you feeling in yourself? How are you performing in the gym? Is there anything you've done in there that you're super proud of? Have you got any PBs this week? Have you done something that you've not been able to do before? Oh my God, you've done a bodyweight squat. That is amazing. Oh my gosh, you've just got your first chin up. Like, how amazing are those things? Those things should be way, way, way above the weight loss goals. And yes, I am working towards weight loss at the minute. But like I've said before, it's not because I hate my body. It's not because, you know, I need to be hammering myself and I need to be the smallest version of myself. But I know that I want to be a little bit lighter. And part of that is to move better (laughs) in the gym. To, to, To be honest, when we're lighter, when we're our fittest, when we're our strongest, everything is easier. Like literally, a lot of people will will a lot of women will join me and they'll be like, right, everything is, you know, everything's an effort. Like getting up the stairs is an effort. Going to the kitchen's an effort. Walking to the bus is an effort, you know? And of course it is because if we are carrying a lot of weight, then things are going to feel hard. But if we can build strength, if we can build our fitness levels, then that's massively going to help. And around that, exercise will also make you want to eat better. And this is a really important thing that we often make the link between exercise and weight loss as we have to exercise to lose weight. No, you don't. (laughs) Like, yes, optimally you would. And I'm not saying sit there and just focus on your nutrition and don't work out because that is also an approach that we do not want. But you do not have to exercise to lose weight because ultimately it comes down to how many calories are going in, how many calories you're eating versus how many we're expending. And of course, we use calories just by sitting, just by resting, just by sleeping. But also we can help that move on a little bit with things like upping our steps, with upping that daily activity. And a very small percentage of it, like less than 5% does come from exercise. But Exercise is not the be all and end all when it does come to weight loss. And I think that that's a really important message. And people will always say, you know, I'm okay with nutrition. I just really need to focus on the exercise part of things. I'm not motivated. But actually, it's probably that the, the rest of the day that they're doing outside of the gym or outside of that home workout or whatever they're doing is they're probably working out so hard or they're putting so much into this workout that they then just go and sit at an office chair for the rest of the day and barely move and do 2000 steps. And that's what makes that biggest difference in terms of 
exercise. It's what you're doing outside of the gym. And that's, that's basically why I do what I do. I don't work in a gym anymore because that's not what has the biggest impact. Like, yeah, whilst I'm saying exercise is amazing and we all should weight lift, you don't need somebody at the side of you counting your reps and telling you do another rep or, you know, do it like this. Like that can all be done from online. What you need is the support with building the healthier habits around it. And of course, as you eat better, then of course you're going to feel better in the gym. And as you feel better in the gym, it's going to make you want to eat better. So can you see how it's that little cycle? And I always, when I'm working out, I, and when I'm really kind of focused on my goals, like I am at the minute, I'm so excited. Like I've not felt this excited in a long time. I do remember just feeling a little bit lost with what I was doing. Everyone's progressing around me. I feel a bit stuck. Like I'm not getting anywhere. I'm just hammering myself. (laughs) And I've now got a coach. I've got that structure that I need again to work on my weaknesses, to get stronger. And I'm seeing that strength grow and I'm doing things now that I wasn't capable of doing a few weeks ago. And that is amazing. But also, yes, I'm in a calorie deficit and it's making me want to eat my protein, to get lots of vegetables. Because I'm like, right, I need to be recovered enough to go into that session and to get the most out of that session and to progress. If I'm not recovered, if I'm not eating enough protein, if I'm, you know, just living off crisps, (laughs) then I'm going to feel like a slug. I'm not going to have the energy to do those pull-ups. I'm going to be sore and that's then going to affect my ability to do the sessions. And then I'm going to be behind and looking at it from that perspective is a huge, huge boost of you should be eating well to help you to hit your performance goals, but also your weight loss goals as well. Like it's not about just eating as little as we can, because how are you then going to go and do a max pull up? How are you then going to go into the gym and even lift that barbell up if you're on 800 calories? (laughs) So they're both so important, nutrition and exercise, but they both impact one another as well. And the motivation for me to eat better comes from wanting to perform better. But if you haven't got that, if you're not exercising, if you're not doing any kind of workouts, then it kind of gets a bit hard with nutrition. And you're like, well, what's the point? I'll just eat loads of carbs. But at the same time, I'll just, you know, eat under a thousand calories and it becomes really difficult. So I think that that's a really important, another really important reason and motivation of why we should exercise because you will feel far better to eat better, if that makes sense. (laughs) So one thing for me, and I think that a lot of people will ask this question is, how do you work out when you don't want to? And the big thing for me is just do it. Like, the old Nike saying, count down from five. This is what I do on a morning. When that alarm goes off, I don't want to get up. Oh, it's dark. It's cold. Ugh. I count down from five. What this does is it distracts my brain from all of those thoughts of, I don't want to do this. I want to do something else. You know, I'd rather stay here and go back into dreamland, whatever is going on in my brain. <laughs> if I count down from five, it silences all that because all I'm focused on then is counting. And when I get to zero, I get out of bed and I get dressed. I don't usually brush my hair. I brush my teeth. (laughs) I've already got my water bottle prepared the night before. I've already got my 
workout gear set out the night before. So reducing that friction, making sure that I can just get up, get at it and get out that door is the main thing for me. I've got my water bottle ready. It's got my creatine scoop in and I am out. And then there's no, there's no overthinking it. There's no, all right, yeah, I'm on the drive back from work. Oh, should I go to the gym? Should I go home? Oh yeah, if I go home, I can watch Netflix. I can do this. Like you're going to build that up as more appealing in your head, but you've just got to distract your brain and just do it. Like, don't think about it. Don't overthink it because you're going to play devil's advocate with yourself. And the devil was telling you to go home to watch Netflix. It's probably going to win. But if you just get up and do it, I promise you, it will make you feel better. And I know that that's a really annoying response of how do you get yourself to work out? <laughs> just do it, literally. Don't overthink it. Just stop getting into your head. But also, exercise is the one thing that will boost your mood so that if you are feeling like you're lacking motivation, if you are feeling in a slump, if you are feeling anxious, if you've got just a general low mood, like the other day I had the most low, low mood. And I don't know if that's just from looking at TikToks of like vets and dogs end of life things, but that's literally what pops up for me all the time now. I just cry on TikTok. <laughs> but I don't know if it was that or just something that happened that day that maybe triggered me but I was feeling so low and I was like right how can I boost my mood right now exercise will always be how exercise will always be the go-to for me because I know that I'm never going to come away from a workout and feel crap like why did I do that and I think that's the thing like to me there's no bad workout because every time I go it's it's working on myself it's bettering myself it's giving my body what it needs to do and if you respect yourself and you honor that then you will go and you'll do it for yourself because like I said at the start it's about showing up for you and it's about remembering that you are your own best friend we only get this one body and just by doing it and proving to yourself right even though I really didn't want to go I did it that will be one of the most important workouts to you because you prove to yourself even though I've got all this going on in my brain even though you know, I really didn't want to go. I didn't want to do it. I did it. I showed up for myself, which shows you that you can do the hard stuff when you really don't want to. And it shows you that you can challenge those thoughts and those feelings and that thoughts and feelings at the end of the day are just that they're not fact. Even though your brain is telling you that you're lazy and you don't want to go. And this is just me. No, we challenge that. And you can change that narrative. You just have to start doing it because Mot yeah motivation is a thing like yeah sometimes I feel really motivated the start of January I felt so motivated but it wears off and we know that it doesn't always stick around but the best way to create motivation is to take action by taking action you're then going to get results whether that is seeing the changes in your body feeling better in yourself whatever it may be you're going to see the results you're going to feel the results that's then going to want to motivate you to take more action. And once you get yourself in that loop, you just keep going. And honestly, it's such a good place to be, but you just have to get up and take action. And that is the hardest bit, but it does get better. It does get easier over time. And I just keep thinking, oh, summer is coming. Not just my holiday. Like, yeah, a lot of this is working towards a holiday, but 
even when I'm back from the holiday, I'm still going to be doing this. I'm still going to be doing this on holiday, not going to lie. Um, but for me, it's like, yeah, summer is coming. And I'm not about like, yeah, summer bodies are made in the winter and all that crap. <laughs> like your body is your body at the end of the day. It doesn't have to be a summer body. But for me, it's like, I put the work in now because I know that I'm going to feel amazing in summer and I know that I'm going to be proud of myself as well. And I can look back and be like, yes, Laura, you've done great. Give yourself a big pat on the back. And that's the kind of self-encouragement that we're here for. We need more of that in the world. Like no more positive reinforcement is coming from anybody else. You give that to yourself. And I think that that's a really important thing to remember. So yeah, hopefully this gave you a little bit of inspiration to work out a bit of motivation if you are struggling and also to know that like not everybody feels motivated all the time I 100% don't probably like two out of five of my sessions I feel motivated for (laughs) the rest of them it's just getting the job done because I know that it will boost my mood and it will make me feel better but we're gonna end on a nice quote take care of your body because it's the only place you have to live And I think that that's such an important one. So yes, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please give me a little uh, rating on whatever platform you are listening on because I'm trying to build them up. We're trying to build this podcast. And come and give me a follow over on Instagram at thriving.withlaura. And of course, if you have any questions, anything you'd like me to talk about on this podcast, please do get in touch. Please drop me a message. And if you'd like to hear more about Thriving with Laura and how I help women to thrive both inside and outside of the gym and create a life that they love, then please drop me a message. I would love to hear from you. But wherever you are, have a beautiful week. Keep reminding yourself how important it is to move and keep showing up for yourself because I promise you, you are going to feel amazing.